Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What up, guys? Welcome back to the 2AM Podcast. I just finished a nice short meditation. Very nice. Very nice. I did my own form of meditation. It was called preparation for this episode. <laughs> it was called preparing for the goddamn yeah. episode, you <laughs> exactly. lazy shit. You know, I, have to, I have to have my mind in the right place. As we all do. Yeah, because as we all know, it is not 2AM. It is 3.48pm right now. <laughs> and we have to get in that 2AM zone. I will do my best. Which I am wondering when our first recording at 2 a.m. is going to be. Honestly, that's like it's, the number one comment. It's going to have people. to be during travel. It's going to have to be during travel. Yeah. Because 2 a.m. means it could be 3 p.m. in America. Boom. You have a point. Son, that's how you break the system right there. You have a point. Yes, I do. And it's a rather sharp point. Yeah. Might, might want to be careful there. All right, I'm going to head out. All right, yeah, peace. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, what was good, Zade? going on what's, what's uh, good i've been getting amazing sleep yeah i'm energized hell yeah you've been ordering your food or picking it up <laughs> both um yeah far away from the uh from the experience of sickness that we had a couple weeks ago yeah no screw that dude we don't want to ever talk about that again because it's never happening again that's for sure um <clears throat> but interesting enough this morning i woke up and my mom decided to show me some really old school pictures of like her life Mm-hmm. and uh the nostalgic feeling of the film and the graininess and like the misleading colors just uh put me in a in a position where i really wanted to reminisce like all morning oh especially as a cinematographer <laughs> yeah it was it was great one thing i did notice though uh, she has a specific picture where she's standing by a dresser mm-hmm. and that dresser specifically just looks like gold the design, you can tell it has weight to it. Like and you can it made, tell it's a high quality dresser. Yeah. And it made me just wonder, was everything in the 90s and 80s and 70s just better quality than it is today? Is everything washed out today? Do you think we have too many options? Well, better quality in what sense? 
build quality. When you first look at it, when you look at a piece of clothing like silk, mm -hmm. you go, wow, that looks really comfortable. It looks really nice. It looks shiny. It looks good. It looks like something I would want to yeah, wear. It looks authentic. It looks genuine. Yeah. Like leather. You can tell pleather, which is plastic leather, <laughs> than from so what they call it, right? I, didn't even, I didn't even know they called well, it well, pleather. Uh, yeah, well, in the streets, we call it pleather because it's just basically plastic. It's not even <laughs> leather. But it got me thinking. And I started to just wonder and go shopping real quick mm -hmm. on my phone, of course, like online. So I hopped onto Wayfair.com. And I started looking. At, I swear, dude, it has nothing just to do with- Just where you at? Yeah. <laughs> Good okay. times, good times. Uh, but yeah, so I went, I went on Wayfair.com and I started looking at these, uh, these dressers and just household items and things that are meant to be built, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that have wood and just platforms and all sorts of things. One thing I noticed was the imagery of all of these things are 3D rendered models. Okay, first of all. Yeah. So, Online shopping, not the way to go for household items, I would say. No, it's not. Because you have to physically look at the item, see how heavy does it visually look first, and then pull it to see how heavy it really is. Mm -hmm. That will teach you the difference in the quality of material that's being built. Mm. So wait, what's your answers? From, from the 70s to the 90s mm -hmm. compared to... Post nineties, yeah. But I, which do you think is better quality? I mean, obviously, before the nineties. Obviously, sure. it depends on what we're talking about. Yeah. But I will. I I think I I know why. It's probably because the demand was so low back then, or not so low. I would say, just the population has risen today, especially in the United States. Or at least we weren't so, like full blown. Let's mass produce this one thing mm -hmm. to millions of people. Yeah. If I remember correctly, from the nineties. I remember Wall Street being like crazy, like with, with money. So if, if you're talking about the world of business, mm -hmm. it was money exchange all day. No one really took pride in their small, tiny business and wanted to motivate and influence and connect and uh, push these people to be um, very wealthy and successful. There was none of that back then. It was more about how could we help human beings Live with quality, with using mm -hmm. our quality products. Yeah. It's not faking it till you make it anymore. It's just this guy has a great handcrafted selection mm -hmm. and he's down to take it on. I felt like there was more purpose in projects back then. And now it's not even about projects anymore. It's about uh, fulfilling demand and manufacturing loads of things at all day of all different types of quality. Yeah, and different price points. Also, keep in mind a lot of our stuff is outsourced to China and other countries like that. Yeah, Not mostly China. Yeah, which is just low quality garbage for the most part. It's low quality garbage. But then you're gonna visit other countries that are similar to China, like Taiwan, right? Who China is basically like yeah. fighting for right now? Exactly. And you're gonna see they have different tiers of quality. So we mm -hmm. have cheap. If you want cheap, and that's where companies I think mess up is they go for way too cheap just to mass produce to maximize profit yeah. yeah why because who's their audience it's people that are just cheap asses you know we're looking for the lowest 
number. Like, have you ever come across, um, Joe Rogan does this a lot, but he gives shout outs to people who make like custom, let's say tables or knives or Mm. swords, something like that. Yeah. It's a unique item where they only produce like, because they, they hand make everything, Mm -hmm. every little component to the, to the actual item. So they only produce like 200 a year and they put a high price to it. Yeah. I appreciate those things more than like, yeah. you know, the furniture set at Ikea. Yeah. You have that VIP option. Mm-hmm. There's only 200 of these. Great. It makes you feel special. And it's, it's more about why is it so easy for me or how do I put this? It's hard for me. It's, it's already hard enough. Like work is hard. It's hard enough for me to go to work. Now, mm-hmm. why am I spending <clears throat> less effort with shopping? Mm-hmm. But I, I try more to work and it takes me forever to generate that income upon hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And it's so easy. It goes away through shopping so fluidly. Why not take that same amount of money that you're going to spend anyway and buy one good item instead of 15 cheap items that are going to break within the year? Which goes to your example of like clothing. Exactly. I would rather buy a two hundred dollar hand selection coat than yeah ten Cus- shitty ones. Yeah. From customization H&M. does not have to be creativity. Mm-hmm. Customization can be something that that there's there's a line there's a limit to what things you will accept. Yeah, you have a certain standard. Mm-hmm. Talk to anyone these days about material. They don't know anything about material. I don't. It looks cool. I I genuinely yeah. don't know shit about material. Yeah. So there's, there's a new material that came out. Um, I believe it's called Italian, Italian bath. <laughs> it's a pretty interesting position for you to, yeah, to type. <laughs> literally. Yeah. As you guys can see, I have as shoulder problems. <laughs> if you can't see this, I'm sorry, but you should look up the video. <laughs> what is it? Italian what? Uh, it's called like Italian towel. Towel shirt. Let me see that. Hold on. Italian towel shirt. Yeah. It's uh, Italian specifically because there's a lot of replicas. Mm-hmm. What is it called, man? Specific clothing material? Towel like shirt material. Yeah, it is. It's a, I know it's called something towel. Yeah, it's probably going to be hard to find though. Yeah. If you're not, if you don't have towel. a specific name. Polo. Yeah, it's all good though. But basically what it is, is it's a very soft fabric and very loose. So that means, imagine that shirt in the wind is going to be very just loose and fluid. But Mm. it's as comfortable as like a bath towel robe, like a fine end one. There's a lot of replicas of that. And if you guys remember the triple A t-shirts, the ones that are... Triple A. Yeah, triple A t-shirts, the blank ones that you buy for like five for 10 bucks. Oh, yeah. The very cardboardy, mm-hmm. uh, rashy material. Just Look, horrible on your skin. Yeah. They're cool the first day. Wash them once, they're done, dude. You're <laughs> getting destroyed. Yeah, yeah, you're chafing your nipples that day. That's oh, my God. You don't want that. And it's actually- You are chafing your nipples. Yeah. And uh, the material I'm talking about is actually called Terry Towel. There's a lot of polos that they make with this for uh, men nowadays, for uh, summer t-shirts yeah. and polos and things like that. But it's a great material. Sadly, just like anything else, just like leather, it gets replicated. Mm-hmm. And it, it starts to become 
a little bit trickier to tell the fake ones from the real mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. Now, I got to say that Terry towels are Terry towel material is not cheap. <laughs> it's expensive. I'm and sorry. So, I can't take the name Terry towel seriously why? because it just reminds me of Towley from fucking South Park. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, you have a point. I anyways, yeah, go on. But yes, Terry towels. A, it's a fantastic one. So next time you're shopping for a Terry towel uh, material shirt, make sure it's at least sixty bucks. Otherwise, it's not real. <laughs> it's gonna be garbage. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be garbage. So you gotta look out for these things. But so, what are the best fabrics to wear? Best fabrics to wear? Ooh, dude, there's a lot, man. There's like houndstooth. Uh, because I'm sure there are people who get into like camps about, no, yeah. polyester's the best shit to wear. No, it's all about <laughs> cotton. Like, you know, yeah. I'm sure there I are those. I would say, obviously, generally for anywhere you are in the world, cotton, for sure. Mm. A high-end cotton will never do you wrong. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Is uh, that like a signal of royalty? It is. Is that what the royals used to wear? Not, no, not, well, not towels or not, um, Royalty is silk. You always think oh, of silk. silk. Yeah. Uh, metals. Metals. Yeah. So there's sometimes uh, there used to be like little wirings that would be stitched into a vest or something to to show and to keep your form. Does oh, like uh, so th this is like a long, long time ago. This is probably medieval times. Uh, which reminds me of I saw a video a couple weeks back where it shows um like typical knight's armor. Mm -hmm. You would think it's rigid, but they flexed it, and it's like it's like a normal, like a, a Nike shoe, like it's completely flexible and bendable. Wow! So it's almost like rubber, but yeah, which makes sense because rubber. why would you go into the battlefield with like, you know? Yeah, you're, you're looking just, like a stiff. Dick. Exactly. No one would have been able to fight, <laughs> and you probably would increase your chances of dying. Yeah, exactly. Through a stupid death, too. <laughs> Dude yeah. just trips over and hits his head. <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> but yeah. Basically, the point is uh, hand select things. Everything in your life is a wardrobe, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's your, like, think of your artillery as a, as a man. When you pull out your guns, you got all your magazines and your ammo, right? Mm -hmm. You got to put everything together. That's exactly what everything else in life is. Mm. Speaking of guns. Guns. You did have an experience. I had a crazy experience last night. I saw there were a bunch of friends that went. Yep. We had a bunch of close homies. So the backstory for anyone that viewed my story yesterday, because a lot of people had questions, mm -hmm. but I actually went to Hodge Shooting Park. Now, a week before we had coordinated with the police department up there to make sure everything is within no shit. legal course. Yep. Yeah. You guys we spoke with the cops. Yeah, we have to. Okay. You can't just go out there, tow a car and just shoot the shit out of it, which is exactly what happened, by the way. Well, when you told me about it, like, you didn't tell me about the cop situation. Yeah, so see, I was like, that was probably, that's probably illegal. Yeah, there were, there's so many people involved, first of all. So we had to just keep communication with whoever was running these things and getting the permits and mm -hmm. doing everything. Once we got the clearance, I found out a day before, which was great. So that put me at ease because I was just the uh, cinematographer there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to make the best out of the situation. I don't want to really do anything illegal, so... Nobody the more knows. paperwork we have, the better. Mm -hmm. uh, everything was good. So uh, we went. I actually arrived there. I took the Prius. Shout out to the up. Prius. Shout out to the Prius. It never, never let me down. Mm -hmm. But yeah, uh, we took it out to the desert, Hodge Park. Uh, I met up with the homies. They all pulled out their, uh, their weapons and their little toys. <laughs> we had about $1,900 <laughs> in ammo. 
which was insane. <laughs> okay, so what guns did you have? I, uh, we had two Berettas. We had one Glock, I believe. Do you guys have an AK? Yeah, we had an AK. Okay. It was not fully automatic. You know, I have to say that. Yeah. And we had, we had an old school rifle. I forgot what it was. And then we had, I believe, an M41. Yeah. What, what's an M41? An M4. Oh, okay. M41 AS, yeah, I believe. But anyway, uh, I obviously enjoy the AK a lot. Why? Because it's a reckless gun, dude. It's fun. Yeah, you can do <laughs> whatever fun. the hell you want with that yeah. gun. It'll it'll last. If you want to shoot towards the middle, you better be aiming up. Like that's, that's <laughs> kind of how yeah. it goes. This ain't no Counter Strike, exactly. boy. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, your your body's is like countering the strength of your mm -hmm. upper shoulder and like the gun going insane. So it's yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, my uh, second favorite gun would have to be the Beretta. It's just so satisfying when you're shooting that thing. Mm -hmm. Just load it up. But anyway, the whole point of that was the car. It was a Camry. I forgot what year it was. But anyway. Older school. Yeah. It's my, uh, uh, one of my closest friends is cars. Mm -hmm. And that car, we did everything in from ninth grade. That's the one that had the train horn. It had a train horn oh connected God. to it. We pulled so many pranks with people. We've scared <laughs> the crap out of people. We've taken it to the LA River. We've drifted in the LA River. We've literally that car, like we've, we know the ins and outs of it. We know what window doesn't work. We know what mm -hmm. window works, yeah. what window we fixed somehow. The things we've done like through countless 4th of Julys, countless summers, road trips, anything was in that car. And it's just, it finally hit its last straw and it, it completely died on us. So So this experience of shooting the car was basically like the cherry on top of the Sunday. It was the just last day. Just to mark, day. It was mark the last an end of an era. Yeah, yeah. The last day with the car. So we took it out there. We paid a tow truck to just sit with us, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh towed it away afterwards. And we we basically just went full on, one at a time, just attacking this car. And it <laughs> it felt great. It felt great. Anyone that has ever wanted to like just beat the shit out of something. Yeah. We got it out yesterday. Because I even took a, an axe. I have a video of this. I took an, a giant axe and I started axing the shit out of this car. Where the and hood? it was the, I swear to you, exerting that energy was the, one of the best feelings. Where were you hitting it? I was hitting it all over. The oh. windshield, the, the, the taillights, the trunk, the driver door, the frame of the passenger door. Like everything, dude. Just, just wail at it. Yeah, I don't know. Just there's there's something so good, especially for men. There's something fun about destruction. It really, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's, we it's love, just testosterone. We just love, it's testosterone filled boosting. activities. Like I feel like it's so much easier for us to trigger adrenaline through things like this mm -hmm. than it is for women. That's just my yeah. That's like, like the sense that I get. I think. I'm not sure though. Like you don't get the same feeling if if somebody mentions, "Hey, you want to go to a book club." You don't get that feeling. No, you don't get Compared to like, hey, you want to go shoot this car yeah, and destroy so, the shit out of it? Dude, yeah, because think about it this way. We, we, we knew who was truly down from within because we made it so early. Yeah. We have to be there at 5 a.m. Ooh. So imagine, who's going to do that? You be there at 5 a.m., so what time did you leave? Yeah, well, some things happened, and we ended up leaving at around 5.50. So, I mean, still early, but yeah. we knew who was, who was down, generally, <laughs> which was cool. But I'm glad we did that. We shed a tear. We called mm -hmm. it a day. We took a group picture. Everyone that used to belong to that car. And we called it a day. And we had some IHOP. 
It was fantastic. Speaking of IHOP, I actually had a Reese's Pieces pancakes. If you have not tried that, <laughs> please just shut your mind and just go have it. And then and then you can wake up. One day where you don't think about health, we'll just I, go to, I'm down. Go to I'm fucking down. IHOP. Reese's Pieces. Oh, man. 100%, man. Yeah. But yeah, what's uh, anything on your mind? What's going on? I don't know. My mind's generally just fucking blank. It's clear, basically. huh? I'm just focused. I, I feel like with a lot of things, well, here's what I'm trying to say. Mm. My life to the outside perspective is boring. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, it's very, it's very set in stone. I focus on a few important things mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And I think I've been thinking about that lately. It's like, how do people perceive my own life? I know it doesn't matter that much, but it's it's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. Because then it gets me to explore like, okay, how can I expand my routine? How can I- I got you. Yeah. Think about my life in different ways. It's nice to think of that. But yeah, it's funny that you bring that up. I don't know if you saw my quote this morning for a picture I posted on Instagram. Oh. It was a portrait of me. It's on the tip of my tongue. I got you. <clears throat> it goes like this. The desire for more positive experience yeah. is itself a negative experience. And paradoxically, the acceptance of one's negative experience is itself a positive one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to refer to Alan Watts with this and go ahead and say that he used to refer to this as his backwards law. Okay. The backwards law is the idea that, that the more you pursue feeling better all the time, the less satisfied you're going to become. Mm-hmm. And as pursuing something only reinforces the fact that you lack it in the first place, the more you desperately want to be rich, the more poor and unworthy you feel, regardless of how much money you actually make. Yeah, because I think you're setting an expectation in your mind that yeah. I'm stuck in this position mm-hmm. and I need to get to... I need to go from A to B in order to feel a certain way. Yeah. When in reality, you could just make the decision to feel a certain way right now. Exactly. You skip the line. Yeah. That's going to save you. And what is that? And then if you go back to Alan Watts' thing, he tells you, simply to stop overthinking is to stop to think. You stop the thoughts at the root. Why are you forming thoughts? Mm -hmm. You don't need to form thoughts right now. Mm -hmm. You know how you should be feeling. Just trust it. Uh, I was watching a video yesterday, actually, of uh, mm. from I think the ch- YouTube channel name is Masculine Theory. Mm. We both follow each other on Twitter, but yeah. very cool guy, very well articulate, like well spoken. And he was talking about this uh, surrender practice, and he's like going into the idea of meditation. You should have a meditation practice, of course. Everybody says that, mm. but it's more of like just enough with the expectations. And if some something specific happens, like you get stuck in traffic, just let it happen. Just surrender to it. Like, why do you have to make such a big fucking deal out of sitting in traffic when you know there's going to be traffic? Yeah. Especially in Southern California. And he's like, he's talking about how you should approach reality with this understanding that you should let things unfold. Yes. Because- Beautifully said. What, when you, when you focus on like an unfolding type of process, you realize that the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, gives you exactly what you need, even though you might not think that's what you need. Yeah. And 
coming again, a lot of people I think have this issue where the reality gets, they, they mix up different realities. And this is what I mean by this. What I mean is religion is one reality. Their daily life is one reality. Their work life is one reality. And the rest is follows. Everything is kind of sectioned off into its own reality. Mm -hmm. When realistically, the moment you open your eyes, that is reality. Whatever's happening to you, this is just your day. Yeah, separation is just something Se that the mind does. Yeah. There's no separation in you, reality. You shouldn't have to separate. Although separation is good for organization. Well, yeah, making taking yeah. mental notes and stuff like I that. I don't believe that you should be convincing yourself that this is... You turn into a victim, almost. You start to become this, like, sad, sobbing moron. <laughs> Straight up. Because <clears throat> you're not fully accepting one thing. Mm -hmm. Right? But let me tell you. The thing that I fully accept on this earth is that I am who I am. I will always be the way I am. There's no changing that. No one's going to change that. Mm -hmm. Just accept it and try. And take advantage of your unique strengths. Yes. Forget about your weaknesses for the most part. Yeah, focus on your strengths. If you focus on your weaknesses, that's not going to get you anywhere. Mm -hmm. Why are you fixing the weaknesses? Just focus on the strong points and do something with that. Well, it's a competitive advantage. Why wouldn't you take advantage of that? Yeah. Crazy. It's a crazy, crazy world. And it starts with our mind. We have to feed our mind. That's what people do not understand. And by feeding your mind, you're actually feeding your body. We know that. It's all connected. But I would also like to say that you can feed your mind without feeding your body. Mm -hmm. And you do that by what? By first of all, listening to the 2 a.m. podcast. But I don't got to mention that. Second, guess time. already know. Second one is you have to take things in visually in a place of contentment. So if I am feeling still today, and I actually am not thinking as much today, and I'm having a moment of stillness, I will go and watch something beautiful, whether that's a fine piece of art. Mm hmm or reading a nice novel, I would usually turn to fiction or something that kind of expands on a universe. Mm -hmm. And just take it in. Because that, it, to me, is a way to feed your mind. It's not, we shouldn't really always be focused on the gut. Why, why does feeding get associated with swallowing? <laughs> well, naturally, people think about You can swallow with your eyes. You yeah. can swallow with your ears. That's what people do not understand. You can connect on this earth. Mm -hmm. Which is why I appreciate aesthetics. Yeah. So um, now you understand why. If, we are, if we're a group of friends hanging out and everyone is telling me, what are we doing? What are we doing? And in my mind, we're doing something. We're like, just enjoying I'm exploring. Time. I am observing. I am talking to people. Yeah. You know? I am petting that dog. I am grabbing a drink. I feel like a churro. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Do it. Right? I'm doing something. Why does the rest of the group feel like, they're not doing anything. Like they're that's, waiting to do something. That's something we need to talk about because it's, it's an annoying pet peeve. Yeah. And I feel like it's just completely wrong. I think it's neurotic at, at heart because yeah. it's just... Because the way you're perceiving things is completely false right now. Yeah. You, feel, you know what it reminds me of? It's like um, 
It's like when you go on a field trip and you have everything planned out. Mm-hmm. It's like your little child who needs to be told what to do exactly yeah. at this specific time, at this specific place, as opposed to just exploring and yeah. enjoying and going with the flow. Yeah. Having hours of stillness is a part of living. Mm-hmm. Okay, living, making a living doesn't mean making money. Making a living means literally that, that literal definition, making a living. That's on you to decide what that is, right? Mm-hmm. My living is going to be money and a nice house and a fully functioning family. We've, mm-hmm. we've discussed this before. It's kind of like yeah. the, the three virtues. Like, what do, you, what, what do you want? Is it honor, respect, and, or, you know? Most people, I would say, are probably going to say money. And I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Money is huge. <laughs> we need money more than ever today, right? It's going to get you the maximum amount of freedom. Mm-hmm. And as, I think it's also important to, to differentiate living from existing. Mm-hmm. Two totally different modalities. Like, if you're, by, when we say living, it implies that you're approaching the world in a way that's like beneficial to you. Yeah. You're, you're actively engaged in the world. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about existing, you're merely, you're going with the flow, but not in a positive sense. Yeah, you're just- you're, you're, you're more so being swept away by the current of life. Yeah, I mean, even if you're a vegetable, things unfold. You just can't do anything <laughs> about it. That's the whole point. That's why- that's Even if why, you're a fucking yeah. vegetable, things unfold. Yeah. That's the quote of the day. That's the quote of the day, guys. Even if you're a fucking vegetable- You could be a goddamn you, carrot. <laughs> you will- And stick. things unfold. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's complicated, mm-hmm. but not so much. It's complicated to think about. But once you start to realize, like, wipe everything out, okay? And just focus on the word living. What is it? What is living? Mm-hmm. There's some, there are a lot of commonalities that every human being has, like certain things like you move, you, you have a purpose, mm-hmm. you connect with people around you, but at the same time, there are also some personal touches to, to that definition. So it's both objective and subjective. Yeah. But the whole main point of this <clears throat> is, uh, GTA, the game, <laughs> you know, people think it's amazing and everything, yeah. but guess what it's modeled after? Life. Yep, life. Well, a very fucked up version of life. Down to the map. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it's not uncommon for for people to hear Santa Monica anymore because they know what it's replicated after, right? There's a reason why it's so popular. It's not that that great of an area. That was the trippy thing when we went there. Like, that was my first time on the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah. I was like, this looks familiar. Yeah, this looks way too vibey right now. Like, And then I realized, oh, shit. Am I supposed to clear my mind right now? What's going on? Yeah. This was... This was save the data? This was what GTA was modeled after. Yeah, yeah. I've run over so many fucking people on this pier. <laughs> You're a criminal in the other world. Yeah. Uh, but that's, yeah, you can't forget that. Uh, play GTA in real life. Straight up. Hey, we got to be careful there. No, but I mean it. What do you mean play I, GTA? I mean it when people play GTA, they focus on uh, what location they, they want their house to be. What they're gonna do to it? Nah, to I don't money. think I don't think anybody who plays GTA serious? thinks about the that. The whole point of it is to flex. The whole point of it is to flex your garage. Most no, of the bro. Time. The first thing you think about is breaking into the airbase, stealing a fighter jet. Well, yes, and firing cruise missiles down on yeah. society. See, you can focus on that section of GTA Five. <laughs> all right, don't get me wrong, but I obviously mean it in a more like warmer tone, which is gain control of your damn life. 
That's mm-hmm. the only way you were live. Living is now a verb. You are going to live after this episode. No well, matter what you are doing, even if you got yelled at by your mother this morning, okay? That happened this morning. Right now, it is this afternoon. So you will go out there and live. Just live. Just live. It's not that hard. Literally, perform the act of living and stop being a damn slouch. <laughs> Every moment. Every moment is a living moment. There were some great ad libs. Even today. right now. I know I'm on camera and mm-hmm. I know I'm recording this. But I'm still talking to Zaid. Yeah, you're still living. Thank you guys for being here. But I'm living in the moment. This is still my moment. And I get to share it with everybody else. That's, that's the, the, that's the beauty it. of it. Like we've talked about so that's many fucking things today. Mm-hmm. And we can venture off into any subject we want. We can go from vegetables to GTA. Exactly. We can go from GTA to silk clothing. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a wonderful world. Yep. We've got to take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not taking advantage of it, someone else is taking advantage of you. You got to crack the system and just go on and live. Thank Word. you guys for joining us once again. We're going to see you again on episode 116. This has been this has been a journey, man. I don't know how we got to episode 115. Bro, it's so trippy. But we're here and we're living. And if you guys have any uh, specific subjects that you would like us to like dedicate an episode to, yeah. let us know. Feel free to please because uh, we can all use, you know, some thinking some wisdom yeah the audience has a different perspective so any any subject whatsoever it's game for sure anyway guys you know where to follow us we're at the 2am podcast on instagram and youtube go ahead and check us out we also are on all major streaming platforms spotify anchor.fm and many more thank you so much we'll see you next time peace